Welcome to Entropy Rising, a 4E D&D podcast, a subsidiary of LTM Gaming. You will find that I am TJ, and I am somehow more wide awake <laughs> at this time of evening than I was at the start of the evening. When last we left our heroes, they had just left the dwarven area of Firemount, and were preparing to head out to the city of Dry Barrel, where a rogue group of dark wings were starting to give the raven queen a bad name now that now they're dark wing ducks you changed <laughs> it did i seriously say dark wings <laughs> yeah. yes oh boo tj <laughs> yeah he's more awake let's he's just be clear awake. More awake. sure i guarantee you i sound more awake than i did at the start of the night but yeah no i, <laughs> I maybe not functionally more awake all right what's the name of the place again are you just trying to get to see if I'll change it? No, I'm serious. Is it Dry Gulch? What? I, like, what? <laughs> is this a western now? It's We're going to the desert, barrel. and then we end up in the west. <laughs> oh, Dry Barrel. I don't see that. That's any different. It just simply mean they're, they're in Prohibition right now. Wow, wow, wow. You guys take your supplies, your cart, your horse, all that good stuff, and you leave the trading village and go out through the guard area and are back in the mountains. Except when you came in, you sort of had gone up into the mountains and then took a secret way in to the back of Firemount. This time, using the front entrance, you're sort of in the foothills, uh, making it easier to travel with the cart. The best way for you to sort of proceed is to go very briefly west to get out of some of the hilly areas and then start heading south until you can get to the new road. Or, I'm sorry, the old road. I don't remember what words are. <laughs> Actually, I remember what they are, but I forgot which road was which. I'll just go with it. The, the road. Right. It's the only one on the map in that it's direction. The only one. The the orange roads are the old roads. The red roads are the new roads. Oh, there's a color difference. Yeah. There's also the difference that the old roads are straight lines because they were like these miraculously paved highways. And the old roads are sort of like windy, curvy things that were just like, what is the most convenient way to get from around the wild and not... I think I think you mean the new roads. Yeah, you just said old yeah. twice. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I prove myself a liar every time I open my mouth. So, so we're on the road. So you guys is are it heading... dusty? No, no. You you were you were in the dusty mountains, but they're so named for the other side of the mountains. So uh, this side of the range, the, the desert side, is not dusty at all. No, it, that is the dusty side. You you guys are not on the. You guys have to go south to get to the road to get through the mountains. Oh, yeah. and we had to go west. That's why away from. That's oh. Yeah. Uh, did I say west before, Matt? You did. Okay, good. So I'm I'm kind of on track there. Yeah. You I'm would... trying to find the country road to take us home. Yeah. To the place. Wait, what was the guy's name again? We belong. He's full of shit, man. That John Denver? <laughs> no, the the Jaunty Dwarf we were Who you? probably supposed to bring with oh, us. Oh, Gardane. Was it? Gardane. Oh, Gardane. I thought it was like Garman. Like he was going to be our GPS. Uh Ooh. No, I didn't really. I didn't really fit, get how the uh, Gardane fit with all the rest of the dwarf names. Maybe it's just royal dwarf names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the the, the thole or the whole. 
I was just no, because the rest of his family, his mom was AOD, his dad was Crawl. Yeah, completely consistent. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't. They weren't really kings. <laughs> they were usurpers. We now found out <laughs> he stole the throne from dun, the whole. Dun, dun. The whole stole it. Mm-hmm. You guys are like I said. You go west down the hills a little bit, and then you start moving south. So you keep the mountains, you know, well within sight, um, and are heading towards the old road. And so, how are you guys traveling? In a cart? Mm-hmm. Quickly. <laughs> By day? Matt has a song for this. I do? It's it, it's a reggae. Go ahead, Matt. It's a reggae song. In my cart. Oh, yeah. Here in my cart. Here in my cart. There you go. <laughs> I feel safest of all. <laughs> something, something else. We can pass through the doors on our way to the inn in cars. Do 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 do. It's like I have a song. You do have a song. Just like Gwen's theme. <laughs> she is a carny. Ooh. And she probably spent a lot of time on her back in carts. <laughs> or in the back of carts. Whatever. Very in the back of a Conestoga wagon? <laughs> yeah, an uncomfortable place. Uncomfortable place. <laughs> What, like the back of a wagon? The back of my folks' wagon? (laughs) (laughs) Nice! (laughs) Well done, Steve. Yeah. Well done. I don't know how to feel about that. (laughs) I feel feel pretty good about it, so you really can't bring me down on this one, TJ. Despite the fact that I'm the worst at everything, apparently, according to your quotes that you have said. Paul took one quote. That's not... Yeah. Yeah. No, it was and that, two, and that actually. sums up everything you feel about me, and it hurts. <laughs> okay, so you guys are traveling by cart. You have been making good progress, and... What do you mean by good progress? We made it like one square, three squares? Well, so before you were, when you were traveling overland, like when we did the big skill challenge, I said you did like about one square a day, and mm-hmm. uh, you guys are doing about two squares a day, or rather... We're not trying. Well, I mean, when you have flat... Open expanses in front of you, you're doing about two squares a day. When it gets a little oh, bit hillier, if there's a little bit more terrain you have to maneuver around, then it's more like, it's, it is like about a square a day. So, so it takes you about two, two days to get down to the old road. But then once you get there, again, because this is the paved road and it, it holds up well, you guys start making even better time. Huzzah! Hit it. Punch it, Chewy. So. See, what we don't know is Gardain was actually some, like, horrible devil or demon or something trying to steal the relics because they were really awesome. And now they're going to try to do the ritual and he's going to, like, turn into some 40 foot tall. Super Saiyan? Yeah, pretty much. Monkey. <laughs> so as we, like, drive away in our cart, like, the whole mountain, like, explodes and. That's the end of the dwarves. Mm hmm. Wow, you we went really far. Mm hmm. I moved just that far. I didn't know how far we were supposed to go. Yeah, not that far. It's significantly less. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys got down to the old road and... Hold on real quick. Are the old roads in disrepair or are they were they made in such a time or way that they are still in good shape? The old roads are the fastest mode of fastest path of travel they were so well crafted that they they're still stone so you don't have ruts you don't have big mud bogs now 
for whatever reason, that is not the case in the wild. At one point, you guys found the old road yeah, in yeah. the wild, and mm-hmm. it was overgrown and stuff. And, like, there are roots that were causing things to break up. But outside of the wild, almost everywhere, when you can, you travel by old road. Because it's rarely bad, and it's in still very good shape. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we should, I mean, we, it, once on the road, we can make a pretty quick clip of it, in theory. Correct. That is Because it'll always be your optimum conditions, even if it is uphill or downhill, because it'll be a big straight line. Exactly. Even through a desert. Yes, especially through the desert. Like, you definitely want to stick to the road, because you're oh. not going to get lost. And uh, Right. So, anyway, this was supposed to be a grassy area, but it was taking way too... Well, actually, here, wait. I have one more idea that might work. Whoa! <laughs> TJ, can't you just set that as like set green as the background for the boring, unacceptable? Okay, fine. <laughs> Easy fix. Looking for something more complicated. <laughs> uh, I think you do have to put this in the map layer. No, though. Paul, you're mistaken. That's what we're fighting. <laughs> That's what we're fighting. It, it's a token. This is this is his. <laughs> This is his revenge for the plant... Uh, all the plants that always killed me all the time. They killed him off. Uh-huh. We're facing a plant that's like 300 times our size and has brought up before the only way to placate it is to have had a bard singing to it. We just... Uh, we're going to now do a conversion of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids into RPG form. <laughs> Who's going to ride the ant? <laughs> Who isn't going to ride the ant? I was going to say... I think we all want ants, so we can mine their sugar caves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First you get the sugar. It's it's less that you're going to work you there and more power. you're going to toil, right? Toil in the underground sugar mines? Mm, I don't know if I would toil. I would simple. Whip, is them whipping me incessantly toil? Yes. All right. As you're nearing the old road, you see in the distance, and we'll say it's like, a good distance away, a group of creatures. Creatures? No way. Yes, yes, creatures indeed. Not wild animals, just creatures. Do, do you guys intend to move and go out of your way to avoid these things, or do you intend to head and see what's what? A fearless leader? Yeah. Uh, what? Do we have any idea what kind of creature we see? Is it like, looks like some sort of hulking form? Is it like... They're smaller horses human- running. They're smaller humanoid type things. It is difficult for you to tell much more from where you are. Mm, does it look like they're watching us, or? Well, at first you can just see like that there's movement because they're pretty far away. So if you intend to get closer, you can get closer. Uh, but if you want to move to stay out of sight, you're probably gonna have to do it like as soon as you see that they're small. You know, as soon as you see them before you get any detail, because otherwise they're gonna start to be in uh you you put yourself in a position where you'll almost certainly be seen if you're trying to get more information about them. So they're to the north, we're heading south. I'd say I'd say let's just continue. They are south of you but like southwest and you guys are headed sort of straight south. So if you go south and maybe slightly east and go kind of carefully, you can probably stay out of sight and it'll cost you some time. Or you can go just on your path and hope that they don't bother you. Or you can head right at them and see what it is. I have. I, I turn to Gwen and say, well, we have an extra horse, right? That's a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We so have a spare. 
turning to Gwen. Perhaps if we keep the wagon on its course, one of us could take the horse slightly closer. I, I feel it's best to know what's along our mm-hmm. path. If we ignore them, the chances, if they're hostile, taking us in the rear is not a good thing. Agreed. How about you ride the uh, horse to scout, and uh, Aerith and I will stay with the horses mm-hmm. here in the, the wagon. Yes, I vote for the safety of the wagon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll nod and take the horse off its... And Aerith, you uh, stay hidden behind in the uh, in the covered wagon part, and I will indicate to you if I need you to come out and expose yourself. <laughs> oh boy, can I? <laughs> okay, so I take the horse and head a little bit closer just to try and see what I can see. Okay, I'm guessing, are you going to try and be stealthy about it? As much as I can on a horse. Okay, why don't you roll stealth and tell me what you see? And I will roll not stealth and tell you what I see. Tell you what I see on my die? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I telling you to. Okay, I got a 24. Okay, you get, you know, maybe like a couple hundred yards away and uh, you are close enough to see that these are goblins. Uh, you know, they're smaller, they're green skin, they're goblins. And it's a party of five goblins, and there's one who seems to be in charge who is not as armored as the other two, or as the other um, four, and like I said, seems to be giving instructions. The other four kind of like, maybe look like they're tracking, maybe they're hunting something. So there's, their heads are down, they'll lift up every now and then, they'll seem to sniff the air. And they'll put their heads back down and will uh, sort of, they're fanning out. They are appearing to be moving in a path that won't quite intercept you, but they're definitely headed in the same direction as the road. And then depending on which direction they go when they get the road, you know, maybe they would follow you, maybe they could catch up, or maybe they'd head the other direction and wouldn't be anywhere near you. How many did you say there were? There are, are a total of five. I believe the term was a party of five. Oh. Yes. So it's accurate on the screen. And I don't think that they've seen me. You do not think that they've seen you, no. Okay, then I will just turn around and ride back to the wagon. Okay. Clip, clap, clip, clap, clip, clap. You arrive. I approach the wagon and I will say, uh, to Gwen, appears to be a party of five goblins heading somewhat in the same direction as we are. It's possible we will meet up with them eventually anyway, and they appear to be tracking something. TJ, do, is this the same thing where, like, are we thinking that goblins are typically evil creatures? Yeah. They're not like, it's not like these are, could be some random dudes out on an adventure. Then they just happen to be Ooh, goblins, or is it yeah. like... <laughs> we come in and got, slay them. Or is it like, <laughs> no more XP for you. <laughs> Well, here, tell you what, make a nature check. Everyone can make a nature check, and I'll tell you who knows the most about goblins and what you know about them. I don't know anything, because I rolled 23. One. You're just startled to see them out in the wild. <laughs> Steve doesn't want to know about goblins? No. <laughs> okay, so you know that they are definitely, like, they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They might be sniffing out trying to find some family and, like, cook them in a pot, not... They're just like, yeah, I mean, I mean depending one of them, one of them lost their contact and they're trying to find it. Yeah, they're definitely not looking yeah. for a lost contact. They are cowardly, so like, it wouldn't be a family of like, four grown boys and a still remarkably in shape father and like, 
their one mother. But, like, they'd be looking for, like, a family, like, a sickly father and a uh, mother who still hasn't quite gotten over childbirth and a young baby and a toddler. That's who they would Got, kill and eat. Gotten over it? Like, she's postpartum and... <laughs> like, maybe she just gave birth. <laughs> so I will say to Gwen, then, knowing, like, well, I know they're... Okay, do I know anything? <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of goblins. I've and heard of goblins. In one of your lifetimes? You, you actually, the, where you've lived, you haven't ever really encountered goblins. Okay. Then I will say to Gwen, uh, how do, how do I even know that they're goblins? You know of goblins. Okay. Because you got closer and it came up with a little... You put your cursor over their over heads. It and it says goblin. Like goblin. Oh. Goblin yeah. one, goblin two. <laughs> Jimmy the Goblin. Okay, then I will say to Gwen, are these creatures that we could, or we should eliminate? For kicks. For kicks. If nothing else, we, we don't want them to think that we're easily attacked and or have them follow us and attack us in the night or something. We should, if nothing else, we should probably try to drive them off. Well, I do not believe that they saw me the last time but the, when I scouted them. I could probably lure them towards the wagon if we wanted to set some kind of trap for them. Sure, we can. Uh, I can pretend to be helpless, and you can you can be <laughs> and then the, shoot them. Just lays on the ground. I can pretend to be a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they come to loot you, you blast them with lightning. Yeah, but I'd rather do that from afar. I'd rather them not yeah. get close and like well, tell that's... that my heart's not beating or that it's a shriveled black. See, so that's what I was thinking, like, Aerith could stay on the wagon and right. you'd be, be standing up on it and have visibility and... Yes, or pop uh, up in the, in the moment and shoot. Yeah, and Kafan can lead them in our direction and I could possibly try to hide somewhere in the middle distance and you draw them closer to me and I'll spring up and attack. Or I can stay in the wagon and protect uh, Aerith. I don't need protection. If you feel that you can make an offensive stride and this is this is the plan we are going to take, then you'd be better served being in the front lines. Okay. In my opinion. Then I will get off the wagon and if it, is this like really grassy? Like would I be able to like lay down and, and not be seen or is it like, or is it like a golf course where I'm gonna lay down and look like an idiot just laying on my, on the ground? It is not a well manicured lawn, no. Okay. So you guys came up with a plan? Yep. Okay. So what was the plan? Well I was trying to find a place where I can, you know, a little distance from the wagon, I will lay down and, or try to be hidden from sight. So Kafan can lead the pack of goblins towards me, past and you. then or past me, towards and then the will, wagon. I will be able to attack, and Aerith will be able to attack from range, and Kafan can take his choice. All right. Well, or you can make him do mounted combat, but but this way I don't get to wear a bonnet. <laughs> How could you say that? How could you oh. shave me in front of new people? <laughs> I'm married up. Powerful, ugly creature. <laughs> I do swear by my by my pretty floral bonnet that if your hand touches me, <laughs> I will end you or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. That's a good quote. I'm gonna have to look that one up. We should have asked for lances. So uh, make Paul do the uh, jousting again. Mm-hmm. You could joust with your axe, though. I could. All right. So you guys have the wagon. Who's with the wagon? I'm in the wagon, right? Right. Yep. That's the plan. Yep. Okay. So. Eris in the wagon. Gwen is hiding in the grass. Yep. Kafan is... On a horse. Trying to circle around. I'm going to just I would basically circle out and try to, God help me, bluff. 
that <laughs> that help me that help I me. accidentally let them see me and then ride away towards the wagon. So you're going to lead them towards the wagon past and then Gwen. You'll... Right. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we'll do. I'm gonna put Gwen a little bit further away. I'm guessing you would be at least like 50 or 60 feet away. Sure. Or 70. 70. That seems reasonable. Okay. We'll let Kafan start. Go. So you approach them and bluff. <laughs> okay. Ready, set, bluff. I got a 14. All right. Let me see. Skills. Alrighty. What was your total, Paul? 14. That was my roll. Okay. So uh, you you get about 15 feet from them, 20 feet from them. What are you thinking? Not that close? Not that close. <laughs> okay. You thinking like 100 feet, 200 yeah. feet? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. It's my, my, my bluff, if, I mean, successful or not, it would be me sort of pretending to be stealthy, but not doing a very good job at it. Right. <laughs> nope. That's fine. <laughs> Sneaking, you're with, sneaking, you're sneaking whistling through the grass. Whistling right. <laughs> oh my, a group of goblins. Wherever did they come from? <laughs> Girlish shriek. <laughs> you turn and start riding back, so go ahead and move your cursor to where you want to be. And now you are the small child who says, don't chase me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're riding away, looking over your shoulder, trying not to go too fast to lose him. Or is he greased up deaf guy? You're never gonna catch me. <laughs> See y'all next year. <laughs> okay, Kafan rode up and did. Oh, I do declare, and then turned and rode back towards the wagon. Do you want to borrow my parasol for that? <laughs> <laughs> one of the uh, one of the warriors started to run after you right away, but almost immediately there was like a bark, and uh, they do start moving after you. But they're not like full out sprinting, and they're they've also arranged themselves into sort of like a formation. Gwen, what is your stealth? Like, go ahead and give me a roll. <laughs> oh, this is great. Where? Oh, minus three, and I rolled a one. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that was cinematic though. I mean, on the negative end. So the, yeah. the problem, of course, it's is like, so like Bond running through the. No, I'm, I'm hiding it. I'm, I'm trying to hide in the grass, and I start giggling. I mean, well, no, just the sunlight off your armor shining directly yeah. into their eyes. <laughs> I was going to say. The little watch thing. The, the grass you're hiding in is literally three strands of grass <laughs> surrounded by desert in all directions. Gwen's, Gwen's had a great plan, which was bring the parasol so that way her armor doesn't reflect so that she can be seen from far away. But the parasol's not with her right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I figured that, I thought you were saying she does have the parasol and it's sticking up above the grass to make sure the metal doesn't glint in their heads. Yeah. Right. Like, over here. It's part of the trap. <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> so. Oh, good lord. Whoa. So they're starting to chase after you. They see the caravan. <laughs> they start running. And they get about to here and the leader calls out and points directly at Gwen. <laughs> Okay. So with that, let's Guys, have... they're not blind. <laughs> we all thought goblins were naturally blind. <laughs> My information is wrong. 
Eric, why didn't you do a check? <laughs> so, who, who told me that? It was Kafan that sent me that information. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to recall that <laughs> goblins are blind. Right. All right. Keep in mind, Steve, your defenses are higher than your sheep. What are they? Because of your new Bamf cloak, right? Uh, it, it only, it applies to my... S- it applies uh, to all of your defenses except for AC. Yeah. AC. Can I write that down? Because I am wearing it. Yes. You absolutely can. So we're going to say Mert is up first. So he is going to... Mert the money lender? <laughs> That's not who it is? No. Okay. Mert the Pegla Goblin? The blind goblin? Oh, that's redundant. Two, three, four, five. Oh, that's bad. And he... So we'll say that uh, them spotting you gave you... You know, and shouting gave you an opportunity to stand up. So you're not prone. You're standing up. So let's see. Mert is going to attack. Say, wasn't that a free action? Oh, no, that's the other one. Oh, I need to change die. Wait, you're rolling well? Yeah, with that die. What manner of sorcery is this? A 23 hits your armor class, even your new one, right, Matt? Yep, it does. All right. Yep, not using that die anymore either. Uh, That is going to be... Eight damage, and Gert is also going to attack. Seventeen will not hit your armor, correct? Correct. Alrighty. Torque is going to use his hand crossbow to shoot at you. Is it Thorkelson? No. (laughs) Just Torque. It's it's Torque and Bork. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) We can't actually see their names, so... Uh, well, can't you see it on the turn order? Nope. Nope. Oh, that's lame. Right, the same thing that happens every time. <laughs> it doesn't show unless you enable. Well, no, I, I, I thought that it was different between the map and the turn order. Nope. I'll see about fixing it. So the first shooter, which is this guy here, shoots at Gwen also, and that was a 20, which will not hit your new AC. Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. It does and not. Then, which one you say it was? Which guy? The one was next it? to me? Yeah, the one next to me or the one over No, here? it was this guy over here. Okay. And then this guy is going to shift one. So Whoops. he is going to shoot at Kafan. Shoot himself at range of zero feet. Oh, there it goes. Will a 13 hit your armor class? Nope. Alrighty. And last, we have... It's Aerith's turn, actually. So, never mind. The last guy isn't going to do anything yet. Uh, do you want me to take any extra movement to get out of the wagon? I no, thought you were just going to no, stand in the wagon. No, it's, it's, I'm not counting it as difficult turn. Uh, I'm too far asking. away. Yeah, oh, we, okay. the range got messed up because they saw you. Gotcha. So, if there is no restriction, I will hop down. And I will use my Hand of Radiance with the power of Winter. To attack Mert, Gert, and Boro. Bork. <laughs> what? Bork. B-O-R-C. Oh, 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 oh. I was expecting like no, a classic a B-O-R. C, not an O. Okay, so Mert, Gert, and Bork. Okay. Uh, and we agree that one, since they're all the same creature, it's just one roll. Actually, uh, oh, t- uh, oh, Mert I guess. And Gert are the same and Bork okay, so I different. can go. I can go visually then. Okay, so this roll is for Mert and Gert. 
That is a 14 versus reflex. Uh, does anyone want to re- remind me? Ties go to the attacker, correct? Yes. Okay, then that is a hit. Which does... Yes, max damage. 11 cold damage. Now, against Bork, it is a 17 versus reflex. And that is a hit. For 9 cold damage. Okay. Move standard minor? Mm, nope. Okay. Everyone has an action point. Using that? Mm, nope. Kafan. Okay. You are currently mounted. Oh. <laughs> Does that mean I can move farther? Uh, maybe. <laughs> what say ye, horsies? Do, do I have to get off in order to do my attacks? Depends on what your attack is. Do I get an advantage? Oh, so you have like a feet or something, I would imagine. I mean, are you attacking with your axe? I'm attacking from, from above. Are you attacking with your axe? Yes. <laughs> I mean, my rapier wit. Horse. Riding horse. Okay, Speed how about this? Ten. I get off the horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what does that cost me? It, I'm going to say it doesn't cost anything to get off. All right, then instance. I get off the horse. Uh, and I will declare my oath of enmity on Bork. Bork, you little shit, I will end you. <laughs> you're, you're not speaking loud enough. Remember, he's blind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll go ahead and use Halo of Fire. Kafan swings his axe in a wide arc. That would be... 24 versus AC. 24 versus AC most certainly does. So he takes 16 damage. No, yeah, 16 damage. And Bork is surrounded and on fire. Or he just he's just surrounded by fire, I guess. Okay, I feel like somewhere here there's a fire. We give him a give him an aura, a one square aura of like red tint. Because until red? Yeah, until my next turn, any enemy that ends its turn adjacent to Bork will take 8 fire damage. Okay, so is he suffering ongoing fire? Nope. No. Okay. So Kafan just swings his axe in a wide arc and white flame trails from it and bursts around Bork as he strikes him. Nice. Okay, move standard using a minor. That was my oath. Oh. Oh, and he's got the... Okay, I put that on. Yep, yep. And they're using an action point. I am not. Bingo, bingo. Gwen, you are surrounded. I am. So you said the fire was only for... Only enemies. enemies? Yep, it is okay. holy fire. Okay. It is holy a pain in their ass. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shift here. I'm going to... Minor, minor, minor. Minor, minor, minor. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> minor, minor, minor. Minor, minor, minor. Minor, 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 minor. Okay. I'm going to use my Valorous Smite against, uh, I'll do it against Gert. Well, so if, yeah. Oh, and, and just to be clear, I marked, uh, Bork, but he is bloodied. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you... What was the fire damage again? It's eight, eight? fire it was damage. At the end of their turn. Mm-hmm. 
So it doesn't matter if they start in the fire, they have to end their turn. Correct. End of the turn. Gotcha. So, okay. And I'll still do it against Gert. Sweetness. 29 versus AC. That's definitely a hit. Okay. And that's that one. And so that'll be, clearly be 16 damage to Gert. So I bring my sword down over him, and as I do, basically all the other ones are subject to my divine sanction. So it's everyone within three squares uh, until the end of my next turn. So that's everybody. But he goes down? Yeah, Gert definitely goes down. Hooray! Oh, so if he goes down, I get five temporary hit points. <laughs> I love hearing you say I that. I do too. <laughs> I, said, I listen to the other ones and it's like, <laughs> Everybody is subject to your divine sanction. Divine sanction! Alright, so you shifted... You attacked. Do you have a minor? It doesn't really matter right now, since they're all under my divine sanction. I could do another. I could divine challenge one of them. All divine challenge kits. So okay. it's kind of like double, but then it's uh, you know, double dog dare you. I have to be adjacent to it anyway. No, never mind. So. So. No I'll mind. just I'll just hold off. I've, they're all under my sanction anyway. It still matters for this time around. I'll be able to get him again next time. So yeah, no, I'm I'm fine. I'm done. All right. Kits's turn. Which is exactly what I want. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's a cloud. Oh, it's so cute. The cloud's probably here to help us. Mm-hmm. I assume so. It's gonna drop some mana. Wait, is it daytime or nighttime? Hooray! It's daytime. Then it's a cloud. What would it be if it was nighttime? It's a pillar of fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's better. You guys can see that now pretty good, right? Sure. He shook his little hexing rod, pointed it sort of between uh, Gwen and Kafan, and a cloud appeared, which then spread out and covered a good chunk of the fight. This is a vexing cloud. Currently, Gwen and Kafan are within it, so they will take a minus two penalty to attack rolls. And all the goblins that are within it, which is all of them, now have concealment. Mm. Say, that, say that one more time, please. The last bit? Yep. We'll just... Whoop. The, the cloud provides the concealment? The cloud provides concealment to the goblins. And the so, concealment in 4E equals... Steve has a minus two trying to attack them. Just Steve, because I'm not adjacent to them? Gwen and Kafan also have minus two. So so minus two as long as that cloud exists. Is that a minus two total or a minus four? You guys, I believe, are at minus four, because you're at minus two from the ill effects of the cloud, and you're also trying to attack concealed targets, so that's a further minus two. So while you remain within the cloud... You're at minus four to attack. But only if it's a ranged or a melee attack. So if you can come up with another attack, that won't suffer those penalties. <laughs> so okay. uh, that is the extent of his turn. So it is now Mert's turn. And Mert is going to move closer and attack Gwen. He's going to swing at you with his sword. A 20 will not hit you. That is correct. Okay, so that's his turn. Bork. 
Bork is going to use his swords, his short sword, and he's going to swing at you. That is not going to hit, because a 12 will not hit your armor class. <laughs> uh, Torque is going to shoot at Kafan. Uh, I'm guessing that will hit. That is a 27. Yeah. And Torque takes 7 radiant damage. Ha <laughs> One second. So that's 10 damage to Kafan. Ow. And... Oh, because it's Divine Sanction, so they have to hit you. Got it. Yep. How, you said how much radiant damage, man? Uh, seven. Seven. And that was also supposed to be how much radiant damage, or how much fire damage. Oh, no, wait. That's Paul's Yeah, nobody's going to end up getting the fire damage because Gert died. And Bork doesn't... Um, he doesn't take it to himself. Yeah. Right. Okay, so... That's him. All right. It was mostly my Eric. attempt to not get, or to get them from, stop them from being on both sides of Gwen. Gwen. But... Right. Okay. Stevo. I will do the same thing I did last time. All right. Except I will attack different people because some are dead. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> some are dead. Man, we're gonna have to have a talk after this about whether it's sometimes more worth it for me to injure you. Also, you could still get to also hurt other people. Two of them without injuring either. Well, I can get three without injuring Matt. I'm just what I'm just saying, and but it may not be as effective. That's all. Hmm. All right. So uh, from here, I will attack. I can't see his name now, but the one that's above the cloud. Okay. I cross the. I'll go with the two crossbowmen. Okay. And Mert or Kits? Yeah, I say. What role is Kits performing? As he's not he's engaged in melee, and he's not. He's the one who cast the cloud thing. Oh yeah, definitely him. Sorry, I missed that. So the two crossbowmen and Kits. So here is the role for the crossbowmen. That is a thirteen versus AC for reflex. I'm sorry. That does not hit. And against the other two is a 21 versus... No, against the other one. Cause you say Sorry, against the other one. Sorry, against okay. the other... Yeah. Yeah, against... Kits. Kits is a 21 versus Reflex. That does hit. And that is 9 cold damage. Okay. And... I could use an action point to do a whole nother attack. You can use an action point for a standard action. Yes. Which would include an attack. Then I will do that. And just do the same thing again. So, attack on the crossbowman is a natural 20. Oh, that's, that's probably going to hit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and the attack on kits is a, is better than last time. It was a 20. 22. So, for the two crossbowmen, do I roll... It's max damage. I don't roll anything, because I roll the 20. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, it's so 11, 11 cold damage to each of them. Give me and one second before you do oh. the next. And I happen to roll max damage for kits as well, so it's 11 damage all around. That's a good use of an action point. Get 33. Yeah, it is. <laughs> These are my kind of fights. Piddly... 
large amounts of small guys. And wipe them all out. That's the plan. Okay. So, you have killed Bork. Yep. Nice. And you bloodied Torque. And Kits, just to be clear, took also 11 damage. Correct. I don't know. 9 and then 11. Yep. And not bloodied. Got it. All right. Kavan. This fire aura goes away now. All right, so hold on. I, I wasn't done with my turn. I, I attacked, I attacked, but I did not move. Because the action point can be used at any point in the round. I don't have to use it after I've done everything else. So it was attack, action point, for an attack, and then move. All legal, correct? Yeah. Okay. They think so. I, I would like this to be as asterisk free as possible. Yeah, you can use your action point at any time. That kind of makes that 20 less good that I happen to roll the max damage on the other guy, too, but I guess I shouldn't complain that I got max damage on the other guy. Kafan. Okie dokie. Okay, I'm going to move. Da-da. And I will... My Oath of Enmity target died, so I will use my minor action to re-swear my Oath of Enmity on Torque. And then I will... He's bloodied, huh? Um, yep. And I'm, I'm at a minus two because he's at concealment, but not. But I left the thing, so I'm at only minus two, right? Correct. Okay. So I will just use my bond of retribution on him. Do do. I rolled a seventeen and an eighteen. Wow. So twenty-five versus AC. Counting the minus two, right? 23 versus AC. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It still hits. <laughs> uh, so he takes... That's a brutal... He takes... 14 damage. So... And I just smack him in the side of the head with the flat of my axe. Yep. And the, and the sharp end as well. <laughs> so... Move standard and minor, so you're done. I am done. What would you call these enemies, TJ? Like, they're all goblins, but is it a goblin crossbowman? Is it a goblin... Like in the monster manual, what are they? Well, it doesn't need to be what they are in the monster manual, but something more specific than goblin and less less specific than their name. Sure, Goblin crossbowman, goblin swordman, and goblin spell guy. Spell guy. Okay. Who killed Gert? Matt? Yeah. Yes. I smote him. Yes. You each have one kill thus far. So. And it is now Gwen's turn. Alright. I will shift one. And I will righteous smite Kits. Alright. Oh, that's not going to be as good, is it? Um, That's going to be a 15 versus AC. That's including the minus 4? Oh, no, then it's 11. <laughs> I forgot about 11 that. 11 versus AC um, does not hit. No, that's much okay. worse. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, and then uh, I will Divine Challenge Kits, though. Okay. And then Mert should uh, be clear. Your divine say- as a, your sanction yeah. should be cleared, though. Yep. Alrighty. 
Alright, so now it is Kitz's turn. He is going to shift one, and since you are right next to him, he is going to strike out at you with his rod. Gross. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that ten doesn't hit your armor class. Correct. Alright, it is now Mert's turn. And Mert is going to attack Gwen. That's going to be a 23. That hits. Four, five damage. How convenient. Alright. And it's Aerith's turn. I am going to... Wait, did Torque die just now? Yeah, I killed Torque. Okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I, I, I'm reading the trigger for my ability, but not the effect, which technically changes what the trigger is. Oh, no, no, no. No, never mind. So, okay, Torque died. So, I will use my Dark Reaping power. So, one feature I hit with an attack I make before the end of my next turn takes an additional 1d8 plus con modifier necrotic damage. There are two people left. There are two people left. Then I will use Lightning's Revelation. Setting the burst here. So it'll just hit the two of them. And... Oh, I totally rolled a one. <laughs> well, we'll just pass on that one. That's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It goes quickly because you, because I failed awful. <laughs> Awfully. Awfully awful. Has anyone hit Mert yet? I don't think so. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, oh, I, Steve, did. Steve did. Yeah. Okay. I, I basically, I was attacking everyone that was around Gwen to start with. Yeah. And then I realized she can do a really good job attacking people on her own. So. But I also went after the weak ones, like the wounded antelope. Is it my turn? Like how the wounded antelope goes after wounded things. One. It is Kavan's turn. Two, three, four, five, six. So I am now flanking with Gwen on Mert. True. So I'm only at a minus two on my attacks. Two. What? He was saying yeah. true, but being funny. Go. I will declare now Mert is my new Oath of Enmity target. And I will use Shielded by Faith. Da, da, da. Oh, that's a 12. I would like to roll a 20. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's really low. <laughs> uh, so minus 2, so be 23 versus AC again. That is a hit. So, 19 damage to Mert's face. Alrighty. Oh, neat. Okay. And it's Gwen's turn. That was me choking Mert out with my chain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was really spirited. That was very spirited. Uh, You're welcome. I will shift to here. I can do that, or do I have to... Uh, yeah, you can shift that way. That's fine. Okay. 
and I will use Enfeebling Strike. It'll be a 17 versus AC. Is that including the minus 4? Correct. Then that hits. Okay. Uh, so he takes... It'll be 6 uh, damage. 6 And damage. he has a minus 2 penalty to attack rolls until the end of my next turn. All because right. I marked him. He is now bloodied. And minus 2 to attack. This back hurt. We use the back hurt icon for everything. Oh, you fell down? Your hey. back hurts. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're weak? Your back hurts. <laughs> He's going to use stinging hex against Kafan. 21 versus Will. That's, you took in minus two from Matt? Oh, uh, no, I did not. So it's 19 versus Will. Okay, my Will is 16, but the power I used last time gives me plus 2, and I get a plus 1 because he's bloodied, so my Will is now 19. Okay, but that's still a tie, so yeah. it still goes to him. <laughs> okay. We're, we're if, close. <laughs> so if Kafan moves on during Kafan's next turn, you will take... Three die six plus one damage. Otherwise, no effect this round. Okay. Okay. So, does that count as an attack? Yeah, he attacks me, so he takes damage, right? So he takes. He's gonna take seven radiant damage. Alrighty. And then was that was a ranged attack? Then I'm standing next to him, so I get an opportunity attack. Yes, you do. All right. And I will use my Virtuous Strike, so I can use that as a melee basic. Except I rolled like crap again. That's going to be 11 versus AC, so I think we already determined that doesn't hit. Agreed. Okay. Oh, that's too bad. Aerith. Take him down, Aerith. That's the plan. I still have a encounter power left to use, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> so I will cast Fires of Judgment in a burst one there, so only impacting the bad guy. And I say, last time was this was an accident. This time I'm serious. And I rolled a twenty-one versus reflex. Uh, so twenty-one is your total. Minus two for concealment is nineteen versus reflex, and that hits. Okay. So that is... I have been rolling in my box. That's stupid of me. <laughs> uh, 9, 14 fire damage. I don't have any bloodied allies near it, do I? No. There we go. 14. I'm so used to rolling on my character sheet that I should forget now that I have a cool, awesome <laughs> box that I should be rolling in. I didn't forget, Paul. I appreciate it. Nice. Uh, Hooray! That final shot takes out Kits. Yay, we win! Well, it, it's not as much a shot as it was fire raining down just where he was. I have a quick question though, I think I messed this up. Actually, technically it was, and if, and if the cloud goes away when he dies, it, it what can we say just, uh, visually, the fires burn through the cloud? Destroying it? 
or, sure. or not. And, and then it goes away. <laughs> okay. The, the blast causes it to, like, move a little bit, like it blows it out first, but then it dissipates as it goes further away. Can I ask about your that power that he just did on me, TJ? Yes. Did that, like... Did that create a zone I was in? Nope. Okay, so I could not have... One of the powers I have would let me teleport when I'm hit, but I couldn't have teleported out of it. Correct, because it, 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 it's not that it puts you in a position. It's that it physically says the target takes damage if it moves during its turn. Hmm. Okay. Well, what was your issue with wanting to know if it was a... Goblin, whatever, or it was too specific. Oh, that's just for Paul's, the kills. Pulse tracking kills. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. It took me until, well, after I had answered before I realized why he wanted the information. <laughs> and where's the, and what's this for? Just. For fun. Oh, because his, Paul his keeps kill list. Everything. His kill list, or like everything you've ever killed as a group? Yes. Both. Wow. Who killed what? That so was actually the whole premise behind the uh, the only character I remember Dennis describing to me. He called him the the warrior of the book. It was a cleric who wrote down every kill that he ever had, but also relied heavily on chance. He wouldn't enter into combat unless if he flipped a coin and the coin said he should. And as per usual, we finish combat. We finish the episode. So come back next time to follow us on our journey out from Firemount. Uh, if you haven't already, you're this far along. Please go to iTunes and give us a review and rating on there. Uh, you can also send us email to podcast at ltmgaming.com or find us on Twitter at ltmgaming. Thanks for listening.